Do you work on a remote team all over the country? Do you have friends and family just too far away to visit? Are you struggling to connect communities that are never in the same place? Introducing TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. The classic pub trivia experience with all of your friends and colleagues, but from the comfort of your own home or office. Designed for 6 to 60 players with question types built to encourage teamwork and collaboration. One of our live MCs runs the entire 75-minute experience, so you don't have to do anything except for show up, bring a drink, and get ready for some fun. TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. Book your free demo and get a quote today. Welcome to the Craft Beer Mafia show with CM and Mark. Man, what a nice bass riff right there in the background. We have got... Um, I say this every time, but I, I'm excited. We've got a great show tonight. Yeah. Sam, I, I think I think it's going to be a good time. We've got a special guest from Trivia Throwdown Online, Mike Wade. How's it going, everybody? So Woo! glad that you're here. Thanks for having me. And Sam, what are you going to teach us about tonight? I'm going to take you on a ride down. No, no, not down. I'm, I'm going to take you for a ride over. No, no. I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. We're going to talk about Gozas today. Goza. It's Goza and down. I love it. I love it. And that's the pronunciation <laughs> for it. Pronunciation is? So I learned. It's different. It's different, okay? Okay, okay. There's almost no wrong way to say Goza. Um, in America, in America, we say, we're supposed to say Goza. Okay. That's the right way to do it. Um, I want to like, in Europe, like in, in France, goes. goes. Oh, really? Yeah, it's different. I looked it up and it said it said say nose uh nose with a G in front of it. <laughs> Goza. And I was like, I like that. Nose uh That's right. No. Goza. Well great, great. And then um Mike, wait, what do you have for us, Mike? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Time to talk about some beer. Learn more about some gozas. Um I've had them before. I know what I, I know what I like. I like them. I like them, but I don't know. It's it helpful to know what you're drinking, so I'm excited to learn tonight. Um, I'm going to bring a little trivia with me tonight. We're going to play a little game. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yes. We're going to do a little yes. CM versus Mark showdown. Yes. See who knows their stuff. I'm so ready. I've been waiting for this. It can only end poorly, so that'll be that'll be fun. We'll do that when the time comes. But yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to learn about beer. Excited to learn about Gosa. Drink some Gosa. CM, give us a little bit of history. Let's, let's start us off. Let's talk about the, the Gosa. All right, so the Gosa um, actually started, original, originated in Germany, northern Germany. You know what? I actually did not even know that before. Really? I thought it like, yeah, I, I had no idea where it originated. I had to actually look this up. <laughs> I assumed by the name that it was somewhere in that like Austria, Hungary, Germany right. type of area. Exactly. Bavaria is just a good guess. Oh, yeah. Just, probably got you covered somewhere. It came with a pretzel. <laughs> I wish every Goza came with pretzels. Um, but this one actually came from a town called Gozler. So they didn't really like stretch far for that name <laughs> it's right there it's in yeah. the name <laughs> and this uh this town is basically uh they has a nice river nice salty river um that flows through it i like i always like gosa and it's only new to me in the last two to three years but they've got a real like tart a unique tart flavor to it but is it it's not really a sour is it uh actually a gosa is a sour and um it is mm one of the kettle sours uh, are you familiar with the uh the term kettle sours negative neg what are you serious right now well basically this is actually a sour that's brewed in the kettle so stainless is huh. the preferred method and it's 
a quicker method than traditional sours. Um, so this is basically um, a style of beer that can be turned over in a matter of days versus, you know, months as traditional sours are. So traditional sours I'm familiar with because I love a good Russian mm-hmm. river consecration supplication. Is oh, there yeah. that bacteria in these that like gives you that extra contributes to and what makes the goza is different is not only that little tart sourness there is also a little bit of salinity and that goes right back to where the goza actually originated in Gosler. that river water that they used to create that beer very very salty so it gave this beer a nice tart salty flavor and back then since this style originated probably like a thousand years ago it was actually a little sweeter, a little maltier versus what it is now today. Now we have more of a light, refreshing, tart, yet salty uh, beer. You know, I like when people, folks brew beer and they brew what they know. I mean, they're literally like, we got a river over here. It's like pretty salty. <laughs> let's let's roll with that. It's like, if you think about it, it's pretty much like Champagne, France. You know what I'm saying? Like Champagne only comes from France, as we all know. Right. And the Gozas come from Gozler, where they got that salty ass river. Exactly. So I just, I, just, I just appreciate them coming original with it. That's good. My mind went straight to the bourbon in Kentucky because it's from right. the limestone. Like, right. That's exactly, that's where my mind went. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on this journey of learning about beers, it's like you, you've, basically figure out that each beer originates from a different place on this earth and you can only make that beer there at least uh traditionally and we adapt the styles that they um originated and we we make it different we modernize it it's pretty cool all right so my first question for you on the gosa 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 so a lot of times i see it mixed with fruits Right, so there's like yes. a watermelon gosa, uh, and tonight I think we have a very special mango gosa. Right, right. But like, why is the fruit? Why, why did it? Why does it pair well with fruit? And why is it typically like have an a, an additive in there that is like fruit based? Right. Yeah. My opinion on that is basically because of how light it is. These guys they uh, typically are around four to five percent, so as a nice light body. That pairs really well with fruit, so fruit can actually really shine when it comes to this. Yeah, it's you know, it's you're talking about summer stuff, nice and you want something crisp, you want something, you want an easy drinker. Probably not the time for a fireplace, twelve percent, super dark. You know, it's just <laughs> it's the season for the light beer. So I think I'm, I'm with you. It's it's a great way to highlight all kinds of different fruits. Um, and also, if you ever if you've ever had a kettle sour, which is just straight uns unflavored kettle sour it's a pretty intense it's a pretty intense feeling so i think the fruit just cuts it too it cuts it pretty well right <laughs> makes right. it nice you know you can't get tart without a little bit of sweet yeah you guys played well off of each other there that's really nice mike's awesome i'm gonna edit that one out. i'm gonna edit it up nice nice and pretty like it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be good yeah all right it is yeah. it is time for pinkies out all right we're gonna grab a drink we're gonna grab this tef nut pop this bad boy open and drink it with our pinkies out. And what's fun about tonight, my friends, is we all have the exact same. Oh, I'm so excited. We've all gone and done a pilgrimage. We went to the Vale here in Richmond, Virginia. um, And we've got... Sam, what what is this called? We have Tefnut. I I looked at it. I saw Tefnut. And I'm like, all right, let me just make sure I don't say this wrong. There's not like a (laughs) silent P or... There's a, a P sound that's not in there. And carry the one. Tonight we have a triple fruited Imperial Gosa Ale with mango. It's a ten percent alcohol by volume Gosa. So this 
directly contradicts everything I just said about Gozas. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Forget everything we just well, said. Forget it all. Triple Gosa. It's <laughs> not a regular Gosa. A double Gosa. <laughs> it is a triple Gosa. And they made it with Omnipolo. Right, right. Omnipolo out of Sweden. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I think we're That's flashing back to either something we recorded or at least we produced where we talked about them. Right, right. Well, when did they come up? Um, uh, we can go back and figure that out. Yeah, I guess we don't <laughs> listen to ourselves, so we don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> they make good stuff. They know what they're doing over there. Yeah, Omnipolos. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. All right, so who wants to go first? Who wants to? I mean, that's, I want to throw a quick shout out to these graphics on this can. You know, oh, yes. I mean, the veil comes always comes strong with the, with the you know, their art. I mean, the people they do over there, they know what they're talking. They know what they're doing. But I love this. I love this design. All right, visually explain this can to our audience. Sure, we got we got a, we have got a green to orange kind of like nice subtle fade. It's got this um uh, what looks like a sexy lady uh, holding this cross shaped mirror with a sun on the inside. It's got the the sun is doing some little, some dripping the drip. Mm. She's uh the graphics are just wild. I'm doing a terrible job describing it, but just <laughs> I want to I want I want to I know that somebody out there work their ass off to make this you know what i'm saying i just want to make sure they know that i appreciate that because how can you tell it's a sexy lady arm uh that is a good question i will i'll tell you what i'm just attracted <laughs> to this arm and you know hey i'm 2020 I, I mean i like i like i like arms of all shapes and sizes it's i don't know i just like this arm so that's, that's all i can say about that i guess i don't know <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely an arm it's an arm that's quite the description <laughs> who's going first mike did i hear you crack it open Mike cracked. I heard yeah, a beautiful, good. sweet sound of a crack in the background. That was beautiful. Yeah, Mike, as our guest from uh, Mike Wade, of course, from Trivia Throwdown Online, you'll hear about their company at the opening of our show. Every single one of our shows so far. Proud sponsor. Thanks for being here. Hell yeah. Thanks for joining us. All right, so Mike, what are you drinking? So not only do we like to focus on the beer, we also want to know what you're drinking it. What are you pouring it into? Mark and CM are obviously big answer brewery fans, and so am I. I am drinking out of my um, Contra uh, nice. sixteen ounce glass, um, which is the real deal. Holyfield. It's got a real nice thick. Um, it's got a real nice thick glass gray. It's an open nose, so you can get your nose right up nice. in there. It's got a little. It's got a little snub bottoms. I really like this glass a whole lot. It's kind of my go-to. I use. It, I hand wash it all the time. Use it regularly. Plus. Contra is just a badass game. I don't know about you guys, but I got up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, oh, yeah. tattooed, burned into my soul. Yeah. I swear. Is it select start I'm, or start select? Select start. Select start. Well, if you're playing with one player or two, that's right. Well, usually it's a hold down start until the other person was done and you let go something, at the same yeah, time. Like that. I'm going to have that put <laughs> on my uh, gravestone. My wife's not going to like it, but I'll be dead, so it's not going to I've seen a dude with a tattoo on his arm with up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> I don't think you pay me enough money to forget. So, yeah, I'm drinking out of my Contra glass from the Answer. Love it. I mean, oh, as man. you all know, the Answer just does all kinds of incredible glass, and this is just my go-to. Nice. CM, what are you drinking out of tonight? Well, I just wanted to say Mike's an OG for having that Contra glass. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> I am actually going to go ahead and drink this proper today. I have a nice balloon, gold balloon veil glass here. Is that the style? Is it called a balloon That's a glass? Yeah. It's, it's got a balloon. stem like a wine glass, a very wide bottom. It's legit a wine glass, though. It's the it's the <laughs> fat bottom girls of wine glasses. That's right. <laughs> and it's called a balloon glass? Is that what yeah. it is? Look at that. Because it has that balloon shape. You see that? And yeah, it's got the Val logo on it. Yeah, nice and gold. All right, all right. Let's listen. Let's listen to the crack of the can. Oh. Ooh. 
Bang. There it is. What can I it's say? A little bit of happiness coming I love at drinking you. some beer, man. <laughs> <laughs> 12 or 16 ounces of happiness, ounces of happiness coming There out. it is. Oh, and it's, uh, ooh, it's yellow. It's yellow like the sunshine. It Makes is. me happy. Okay, so I have a question. For my glass, I have two to choose from. Now, they're both in the contra, the answer type of ballpark, but I wasn't sure which one was more, which fit better with the Gosa. I have a Stang glass. A Stang glass. It's a, it looks like a highball. It is a... Uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. Glass Joe getting a punch in the glass face. Glass Joe. I got that the, glass. It's a good the glass. other one is a Willie Belcher. A Willie Bel- a Belcher. Willie Belcher. A Willie Belcher. A little, little wider at the top. And this is actually Mike Tyson getting punched. Yeah. It's Iron Mike taking one. So which one should I use? CM. What did, what's more appropriate for a Gosa? That stained glass, I always, uh, I, I always put my Pilsners in, you know, so... Hmm, I think that Willie Belcher might be might be the one. You'll get some more nose more nose action there. That's what I would say as well. So Stang for Colches, Gosas, Rye Beers, Box, uh, Box and Lambics. And then the Willie Belcher for German ales and lagers. It's a German beer. This one's right in between. <laughs> How about this? I pour half in one and half in the other. Holy smokes. I'm going to choose your own adventure. Madness. It's episode six, ladies and gentlemen. We are double fisting. He's All right, here we go. doing the most right now. Are you ready? I'm here ready. comes the sweet, sweet sound. Pop. Man, that was the best sound yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is ridiculous. Now, do I need, should I have rolled this before I popped it? Yeah, it's triple, it's triple fruity. You probably should have. So am I going to get, a, I'm going to get chunks. Is it adjunct at the bottom? There's going to be a little sediment, a little something. Yeah, you're going to get some gonna get some sediment it's good for you ain't, ain't gonna hurt you oh shoot oh it spilled over i don't want to waste <laughs> this get over here baby <laughs> that glass jokes that glass joe glass is kind of small this is this is this is 16 ounce you're gonna need the big boy for yeah, it didn't pour very well <laughs> i love that glass joe glass but that's the only reason i never right. use it because the damn thing's too damn small <laughs> wow that's that spilt everywhere i'm sure it just like foamed right up i just lost two ounces that's alcohol abuse. God, that's a good beer. It was tasty. All right, CM. So okay. we've got it poured. I think it did much well. It held up better in the Willie Betcher than it did in my stained glass. But I've got them both to look at. This looks like orange juice. Yeah. Is it? This looks like Sunny D. Okay, so this is triple triple fruited Imperial Goza with mango. I took a, I took a little bit of a sip. I get a lot of mango, and I also get like just like you said, some orange. It's weird. It's weird. Weird in a good way or weird in a turnoff way? Oh, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> First thing that jumps out to me is um, the lack of booziness. For a 10 percenter, you know, you would think that that thing would hit you directly in the nose right off the bat. But, I mean, that's that, that high citrusy, good, you know, high sweet flavor of the fruit does a really good job. I'm, I don't feel like I'm drinking a 10 percent. I know that I am, and I'm really going to know in about 30 minutes. But at the moment, it doesn't feel like a 10 percent, which I really do exactly. appreciate. It's making it a, making it that a could good. be dangerous in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get a lot of mango off that nose, a ton. I stick my nose right in the glass. What about you, Mike? No, mango is it? And looks at the color. The color looks like mango. It's 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 it's, it's, it's thick. It's um, it is substantial. It's just mango puree. That's all I get. <laughs> yeah. Now I got no head about. I got no. I got zero head on this thing. Zero bubbles. Some goes as you might see a little bit. The lighter ones, you'll see a little more of that. Right. 
I don't want to say seltzer. It's not what it is, but like you'll get more head. This one, not at all. This is like a juice. Yeah. It's like a juice. Of so is this one newer? I look it up. I'm looking it up on Untapped, and I don't even see a version for Mango. This has to be one of the new guys. I mean, you know, Vale cranks out so many one-offs. It's got. I would. I would think the same. I would think the same. Mm-hmm. All right. So you were smelling it. What are we? We're smelling mango. Huge stone fruit action. Huge mango action. It's literally all I smell. I'm going back and forth. All I smell is mango. I mean, I, I know, I know, there's, I know there's more in there, but mango is what. I'll tell you this much because it's, uh, because it's an imperial style. I, I can't pick up any of the characteristics that I would usually get in a goza. I don't pick up any salinity at all, whatsoever. Um, uh, salinity? What does that mean? Uh, the For the slow kids over here, <laughs> I don't pick up any saltiness uh, that you would find in a goza. Um, I don't find any tartness. I literally just get mango. Tefnut is a cosmetic. <laughs> Tefnut is a cosmic imperial gosa in collaboration with Omnipolo. Each iteration features a different fruit treatment. We put our heads together with Omnipolo to reimagine what a fruit beer can be via a new process and fruit volumes. Your favorite Tefnut returns this time with a ton of ripe, juicy mango character. All right, um, I know Mike, you're in the trivia game. I love to play games. And since I'm staring at Untapped right now, I'm going to ask you guys to play a little over-under game or who can get closer without, no, nah, we'll say without going over, just who's closer. There are 1,760 ratings for okay. this for this variant of the Vales Tefnut. With Mango, what do you think the rating is on a five scale? Hmm. I'm going to say, you know, people love these. These are, these are... Mm-hmm. These are these are damn good beers, and people people give them the love they deserve. I'm no different, um, and you know any beer that cracks anything that's like a high three, low four is a damn good beer. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say four point one. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. All right, CM, that's your that's over under right guess. now. Four point one. Are you going over or under? I'm gonna go over. I was gonna say four point one four. Guys, I think um, anything over 4.1, everything over 4.14 is exceptional in the untapped rating world. This one is a 4.36. Wow. Bang. Damn. Damn. Wow. That is ridiculous. I mean, I'm not surprised. You know, I thought I was I was I was trying to hedge myself. I was I wanted to say something higher than I did. I didn't have the guts (laughs) to do it, you know. Because there, there's a lot of there's a lot of damn good beers out there. The three eights, three nines that I'll drink all day. So, I went over um, originally in the week when we were talking about Gosa. I made a plan and I went over to DeFleece Winkle, our friends at DeFleece, and and picked up a watermelon Gosa from an unnamed neighborhood brewery. And um, I looked it up on Untapped, and it was three point three. Mm. And I was like, there Oh God, go. no! Like I'm not I'm not bringing yeah, that to the show. I'm oh not God, doing that. No, he no says. that's the other. Sh- the other <laughs> no, shit no, um, that's too bottom of the barrel swill. Um, we're stepping up our game. <laughs> I you love it. <laughs> you know who's got a good watermelon gosa is uh, Anderson Valley. That's right. Uh, they 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 do one with the, uh, the with the brine. It's not that it's it's a watermelon, but like you would think it'd be. Su- it's not that sweet at all. They and Anderson Valley, you know, race. They make Racer Five. Everyone ever would love Racer Ten if you're really you're really following them closely. Um, they make damn good stuff, and that beer—that's a hell of a summer gosa. You'll get a lot of head on. They're that. in uh, San Francisco area, good. Napa. Yeah, yeah, a little bit north, up in the 
Yeah, I think about. I feel like every time I've visited San Francisco, Racer Five is on every single tap. <laughs> it is. It is. They're um. They're not far from mm. Russian River. Last time I was out there, that's the first time I had um, my first glass of Pliny. Let me tell you, that's that, that's a that's a oh that's a gosh. holy experience. Um, yeah. Racer Five and Green Flash has an IPA, and then right. um, it is Heller High Water, the watermelon wheat. Those are that's all the San, Fr- yeah, the San Francisco beer, beer taps. Yeah. All right, so that's let's taste one. this. And um, I know we've mentioned a little bit about we taste the mango, but CM, what else are we going here? This is like straight up juice. This is just straight up juice. Uh, I get a lot of that mango, a lot of sweetness. Um, as I keep sipping on it, I do get a tad bit of tartness, but nothing that usually speaks to uh, the traditional Goza style. Um, this is a delicious beer, nonetheless, though. It's, it's an Imperial Goza, triple fruited. So I think for you know that description, definitely fits it. Definitely fits. And I, um, this, these beers are only available at the Val Brewery uh, here in Richmond, Virginia. Actually, I did read on their website that they're shipping to Pennsylvania now. They do ship. They ship to select states. So, yeah, that's pretty Do cool. we know what other states they ship to other than uh, Virginia and Pennsylvania? I can. Uh, it's it's a handful of mid-Atlantic states. I think Indiana, oh. North Carolina, Ohio, a couple spots. I'll tell you where they don't ship yet. Sweden. <laughs> so any Omnipolo fans out there. <laughs> not yet, not yet. <laughs> oh, that's so good. This is uh this reminds me a lot of um like a better version of a mimosa, yes. frankly. This is the kind of thing I would love to have at a oh, brunch. Oh, 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 yes I would. It'd be a this would be a fantastic compliment to my my eggs Benny or uh, you know, my French toast waffle or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's go. exactly right. Let's go real good with that. Now I- <laughs> Now I kind of want to. It's like a, it's like a man mosa. Oh, yeah. mosa to man mosa. Now I kind of want to experiment <laughs> with some uh, champagne. But yeah, this is exactly giving off those man mosa vibes. You're right about that. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. If this yeah. is 16 ounces at well, and when contradictory, the can's 10 percent, but Untapped says it's 11 percent. This is going down fast. This it's is too smooth. Yeah. Um, if I had this after I had another Vale beer, I would be hung Ouch. over the next day. Yeah. Much like Friday night. I don't yeah. know. You know, I don't know. Mango has a lot of like antioxidants and nutrients in it. You might be okay. <laughs> yeah. You might be, yeah. You might be selling yourself right? short. All the uh, all that vitamin <laughs> you, C you're getting. You might be fine, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and the Val's legit, right? Yeah, that's Let, right. Let's talk yeah. about them for a yeah. little bit. They, Tarpy knows what he's doing. Nothing we, we can Is he the brewer, the owner? Who's, who's Tarpy? Yeah, yeah, this guy, I mean, uh, see, I'm sure knows all this as well, uh, Matt Tarpey, the, the, the brewer, he's from Norfolk um, originally, but he's got all kinds of crazy beer pedigree, I think it was Portsmouth, mm-hmm. O'Connor, um, obviously the big one was mm-hmm. um, The Alchemist, home of uh, Hetty Topper and Focal Banger, which is, at least in my humble opinion, the godfather of the Cloudy, the New England IPA, before it was the New there England IPA, Um that brewery, uh, I think he did. I think he did like an apprentice. CM probably was better than I. He did. I think he did an apprenticeship with um, Cantillon yeah. out in uh, Belgium or something. I think it's, I think it's where he got his yeah. sour game. Oh, Cantillon, thank you. I love Cantillon stuff. You got it. I know. Yeah, exactly. And I think like, and that just speaks volumes to their uh, Vale's sour program and and just their that goes the the barrel sours. Um, 
Hold on. Uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I find this to be like a destination brewery. Oh, for sure. Like, I, I feel spoiled that it's within like 10 miles of the house. Yeah, for sure. They're world class. Place, it's like the stuff they have there is absolutely ridiculously good. You know, I used to, when, when they first opened, I would go out there and yes. get in line for cans yeah. on yes. Tuesdays. And they would be they would be like blocks around blocks and blocks, and I would spend a ton of money, and I would I'd be I would wait an hour hour and a half, I would get whatever I could, I'd be so happy. I don't do that anymore, just because well one, one I don't have an hour and a half to stand in line anymore. But I'm gonna go there, and anything they have, I'm like I'm gonna get that IPA. I've never heard of it. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna get that sour. I don't even know what that word is. I right. will buy two of those. I'm gonna get that stout. That sound looks like chocolate milk deliciousness. Give me three of those. And I always walk away yeah. so damn happy. Everything they do, they execute on such a high level so consistently, so often. It's right. why people are talking about it like yeah. all over the country. It's why people are people in Indiana are trying yeah, to get it's shipped. Hard to to walk, it's hard to walk away from them feeling disappointed for, with your purchase at all. You know, and I, I know you mentioned, Mike, that you're more of a, you're a Richmond guy. And you want to drink local beers, and you want to like see everything that's good here locally. But I feel like there's so many things out there. I just want to try them all. I, <laughs> no, it's true. No, it's totally true. And I, I spent a lot. I spent a lot of time and money doing exactly that. But just you know, I love obviously like the whole thing about craft beer is it's all about community. It's all about these people in your area. And like I'm gonna do. I know they're making amazing stuff in North Carolina and New England and. California and all over the country, but I'm gonna do everything I can to keep my dollars here. I want all that. I want all that. You know, I want to help the Richmond beer scene, which is already, in my opinion, at least world class, stay that way. I want to make sure that folks are have the resources to keep making incredible stuff. That I just walk out my front door and there it is. You know, so that's what it's really all about. But no, you're totally right. There's there's all kinds of stuff that I'd love to, you know, treehouse up in. Uh, Massachusetts. I mean, there's there's all kinds of folks making great Buy stuff. Buy and support local. We ain't slouches here in Virginia. Well, my beer is like 40% left. It is going down so fast. 16 right. ounces of 10% yes. uh, mango gosa. Uh, I think it's time where we invite our special guest to tell us a little bit about his company, um, what he's doing, what he, you know, Mike, what got you into Trivia Throwdown online? Tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, I am the owner-operator of Trivia Throwdown Online. What I do is I I'd run pub trivia, classic pub trivia, but it's built for the virtual world. I started, I started this company last May when the, the COVID-19 pandemic began. Um, I was actually finishing grad school. Um, really tough time to get a job, as you can imagine, right when the COVID started and the world kind of fell apart, which... As bad as that was for my job prospects, my daycare fell apart. So being a stay-at-home dad was kind of okay anyway, frankly. So what I did was, I did what everybody did. I got on Zoom calls with my friends and I just tried to connect and just try to have a reason to talk to them and get that human contact, that interaction. Everybody was watching the news. It was terrifying. Like, let's just have some interaction time. And, you know, we, me and my buddies, we did one week of calls. We drank beers. We hung out. And after week two, we didn't have a damn thing to talk about because we were all sitting at home doing nothing anyway. So I was like, let me come up with, I got an idea. Let me, let me, let me come up with something. Let me see if I can... I come up with a game. Like, all right, all right, cool. So I came up with a trivia game. And I ran this game for my church community and my hometown friends. And it was a hit. I did it next week. They came back. Did the week after. Bigger group. Word got out to my other friend circles. Bigger and bigger, bigger. Ran trivia every week for me and my friends. Drinking beer, hanging out, having a good time. 
sometime in June, a lawyer approached me, uh, Troutman Pepper here in town, said, you got to do it for my corporate happy hour. They're brutal. They're on Zoom. Nobody does anything. Please help. I was like, all right, cool. So I had my first client, and he hired me to run trivia. And I ran a trivia for 25 strangers. I was terrified. I've only done it to all, all my friends. And it was a huge hit. It went really well. And word got out. And it was... Uh, it was a moonlighting thing, and then it was a part-time thing, and then it was a full-time thing, and then I got mentioned in the New York Times, and it just went off. And all of a sudden, here I am, uh, fresh out of grad school, no job, no interest, or or really any um, into plans of being in the trivia game. Now I'm running a trivia company, and uh, it's just been kind of rolling with the punches ever since, and uh, it's been great. It's been awesome. Got a couple MCs helping me. Got an intern this summer working for me developing my visual game, my marketing, uh, you know, we're going we're to keep rolling with it. Now I run a virtual trivia company and it's been a hell of a ride so far and I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to look like moving forward. We want to get our company, we want to get our friends, we want to get our, our department together. Yeah, yeah. What is it like? Sure, sure. So the reason I told you that long story is exactly what I do. So the whole point of, the, of my trivia is really to get my friends to hang out and talk and interact and just be together because the reality is is nobody really cares about the, the winning and the losing of trivia. What really people really care about is bonding, that team building, hanging out. So that's what I do. So all the trivia is based around that. My average game is like 25, 30 people. I can go up to 50 or more if you need me to, but that's kind of about the sweet spot. Um, you know, teams of four or five people. What I want you to do is I want every team to hear a question, to talk about it, to think about what they're getting, think about their experiences, everyone to kind of share and feel included because, you know, in COVID-19, when we were all home alone all the time, there just wasn't enough of that. So that's what this whole experience is about. And it's really about that. And my trivia is built for people who don't like trivia. Like there's like a name that tune round, a movie round, double or nothing, Family Feud, Final Jeopardy, a whole smorgasbord of stuff because just to keep it keep it moving, keep it interesting because some people might not just like classic Q&A or multiple choice. They want to do other things, you know. So there, there's no multiple choice. There's no points for answering fast. That just stifles, comp, stifles collaboration. My, my whole goal is to get you and your friends to hang out. So if you hire me, uh, you and your 25 friends or colleagues and I've done. I got colleagues. I've got clients all over the country. A couple international. Um, we're gonna hang out, have fun for about seventy-five minutes, and we're gonna play a bunch of games. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna take care of all of it. I'm gonna run all of like it. Like cranium on Zoom. Essentially, yeah. It's a, it's exactly. Right. It's like it's like a cranium version of trivia. That's a great call. And if you don't, those of you who don't know cranium, cranium is like a board game hmm. smorgasbord. It's like a board game within a game, which is a bunch of other games within that. So that's exactly that's what awesome, I'm going Mike. For. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Um, we're so glad that you're here, and. Uh, you know, in honor of trivia throwdown online, so cool. Let's uh, let's 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 play a little game. Oh, let's try it out. So I prepared a little game. This is a little mini game. Uh, obviously, this is a podcast about beer. Um, it's also a podcast about Richmond beer, specifically. So a lot of times, um, I know you talk about other beers as well. So tonight's game is going to be all about beer. Some it's about Richmond beer. The game, the game is going to be the game is going to be higher or lower. I'm going to tell you a fact. I'm going to tell you a numerical statement, and it is going to be fake news. It is going to be wrong. It's going to be inaccurate. And your job is going to be, is the true answer higher or lower? I'm going to give you, we'll do three questions. You get one point for get it right, and we'll see who ends the game with the most points. Uh, It's not the healthy, the level of competitiveness I have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You brought on the right guy. I'm your man. I'm your man. Let's let's start. And what we'll do is we'll uh, 
We'll take turns. Who goes? Who answers first? So that way, you guys oh, okay. take turns to advantage. The first one. The first one's about history. Um, as we all know in this country, in the Eighteenth Amendment, they said no more drinking, and they said, you know what? That is a really bad idea. F that. Let's 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 cancel that. And the Twenty-first rolled along, and they repealed it. The Twenty-first Amendment was was enacted. The Eighteenth was repealed December fifth, nineteen thirty-five. That is not when it was. Was it before that or after that? All right. All right. So this is around the time of the Great Depression. 1935 mm-hmm. is when you're saying the 21st Amendment was put into place. No. I'm going to say that if the Depression started in like, what, 28, 29 with the stock, stock market crash, hopefully I'm close there. I'm going to say <laughs> it is earlier than 1935. Before. I'm going to go before. Yeah, See, what about you? Before the correct answer is before December fifth, nineteen thirty-three was when beer was legalized again, and we can do this podcast and drink this Imperial Goza going down way too fast, as always, legally. So good news for that. All right, bang, good stuff. Question number two, CM. All right, here we go. One one tie ball game. Question number two. This one's about a little local flavor. Uh, you, I mean, you guys are all familiar with Hardywood yeah. Brewery here in town. Love what they do. Doing, they've been doing a good stuff for a real long time. They used to have. They've done a lot of things. They've been around a lot. They've been around long enough. Some of the beers they don't do anymore. There is a specific beer. It's called yes. the Sadamo Coffee Stout. I'm sure you both know what I'm talking about. It's been retired. They don't make it anymore. This mm. is before all the family tree stuff and all the variants and the one-off. But Sadamo Coffee Stout was my first coffee stout where I said, "Wow, that is an outstanding beer. Damn good." Sadamo Coffee Stout was discontinued. It's too bad. I wish they'd bring it back. Uh, Russian Imperial Milk Stout, um, just good stuff. Its ABV was 9.9. That is not true. Was the actual ABV higher or lower? CM, you're first. I want to say, because I've looked at this label plenty of times, it was like my favorite beer for a while. I want to say it was Mm -hmm. either... 9.5 9.5 or 10 and a half. It's, it's just going back and forth. I'm I'm going to default to it's going to be higher. You say 9.5 or is what the Sadamo Stout was. And we're talking, we're not talking a variant, right? Nope. It was just the regular blend. The OG. It's no longer yeah. in. Retired probably because they worked coffee into gingerbread stout. Yep. Versus, and they've done a bunch of other great stuff. They have a raspberry stout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the true octane? Is that was it higher or lower than nine point? And CM, you went over, right? Yeah, I, I feel like the label was ten and a half when I looked at it last. All right, my in my brain, in my brain, I am seeing and feeling eight point seven. I can't get that out of my head. I'm going lower. Correct answer, 9.3. Okay. Lower. Yes. Lower is the correct oh, answer. Correct, sir. Yes. <laughs> Dang it. Score is 2 to 1. Mark takes the lead on that oh, one. Gosh. Gosh. I'm going to win nothing. No, no, I'm not going to win. Well, you whoa, got, you we're got not done yet. You might. Whoa, get ahead highly of upset. One more, yeah, you got one more question. Oh. Plus, we'll see. We'll Chilly. see. It ain't over yet. Show my lawyer. And uh, you're on service here, so CM gets the, exa- gets the uh, benefit of going second. Okay. Question number three, Untapped. You guys are all familiar with Untapped, the social media beer app where you get to check in, uh, talk about the beers you like, you get to rate it yourself, which I always love doing, adding my opinion to kind of the, the crowdsourced knowledge about a beer. Untapped 
is really popular with craft beer fans, as we all know. And they are a lot of folks who like to drink the beers from The Answer, one of our favorite breweries we were talking about earlier, The Answer. The Answer has 1,173 unique beers checked in on Untapped so far. That is not true. Is the correct answer higher or lower? Oh, my gosh. Has the answer made more than 1,173 beers or less? Oh, man. Where's that Jeopardy music in the background? (laughs) 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 Got to put that in the post-op. Oh, man, this sucks going first because, like, CM, you live at the answer. It's true, man. Like, it's, it's your true. second home. You're there, like, every Wednesday, right? I bet you CM's responsible for half these Monday, check-ins. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. <laughs> uh, how many How many beers do you have at the answer? How many beers with your name? I just name? got my 10th beer this weekend. All right, so if you've had 10 and you're there every Wednesday, we'll multiply that by 7. <laughs> that gives us 70. Um, how long have they been open? 2014? 13? Yeah. Something like that? I'm so not going to help you out anymore. Times 50. Yeah, I'm yeah, Times <laughs> 11 years. I'm going <laughs> over. All right. Going over. And I should know this because I'm trying to get on that board so much. Um,. You know, strategically, CM, if you go with me, I win. Yeah, I know. You know, so, like, feel free and take the over, because it's just the right thing to do. Do you want to lose close or lose big? Or you know what? I'm go. I'm going to just go big. Uh, let's go lower. <laughs> let's just go, go lower. lower. Correct answer is 1526 over yes. the yep. correct yep. answer 1526 that is amazing that's, that is, that's over 200 beers a year or oh, something like insane. that that is bonkers and you know all of you know all of those were four star beers cuz they 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 don't they don't clown around over no. there no so, see what it. what do they do over there is it seriously like a uh, is there like a, a monday morning meeting where everybody gets together and goes hey everybody I don't think we have enough stone fruit mixed with, like, Yakima hops. Right, like, we, right. We need to merge that together. That sounds good, too. Now, i found plantains need to be worked into a sour. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I don't know. It's, he's Anza back there doing his mad scientist stuff. He's over there mixing all the flavors and whatnot. Like, literally, last week, like, on Friday, Hammy tried this, like, big, gloopy stout. It had, like legit coconut flakes in here and raspberries like try this i'm like yeah it tastes good i'm like but i can't drink it it's coconut flakes in it and um (laughs) i mean that's just him thinking of a new combination next thing you know it actually comes out on saturday in its true form tasting delicious and that ends up being my 10th beer (laughs) (laughs) that is awesome Oh man! Congrats, Mark! Congrats! Thank you, thank you <laughs> very <laughs> much. Thank you very much to uh, Mr. Mike Wade from Trivia Throwdown Online. Mike, if if me and if my team wants to sign up for one of your times, how do we get a hold of you? How do we? How That's do we right. Book you? Trivia Throwdown Online dot com. Easiest way: get a quote, uh, send your right to me. We could talk about all the things. I'll walk you through all of it. Super easy. We set a time. We, uh, we I send you the link, and then you're in. All you gotta do is tell your people to show up, and I take it from there. It's a great way 
to get together with you and your colleagues, family reunions, uh, those of you who are on Patreons who have who have those virtual communities who don't get together. Let's let's have some let's spend some let's let's spend some time together, have some oh, fun. I love it, and uh, that's what I do well. I'd love to hear from that's all maybe, of us. Maybe someday we get a following together. We'll have our uh, craft beer mafia show. Come on, absolutely. Wow. You get your you get your you get your first fan club. I'll run it. I'll team run it Mark you versus team CM. Fun. I mean, You've seen it. CM needs. CM needs That's right. Yep. So this is. This I'm coming now. now. <laughs> it's it's in the books. It's it's a it's a wrap. We'll be We're drinking a brand new milk stout called CM's Sweet Revenge <laughs> with coconut flakes <laughs> that That's night. Right. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Wade. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, uh, CM, for telling us about the Gosa. That's all the time we have for the Craft Beer Mafia show. Uh, my name is Mark. With me, as always, CM Bryant, and our special guest. Michael Thank Wade. you so much for listening. Uh, drink responsibly, and be a good person. This episode of the Craft Beer Mafia is brought to you by Waterproof Records with Jacob Givens. Join comedian, TikTok star, and storyteller Jacob Givens as he takes you back in time to those face-melting moments with music. Waterproof records are your unsinkable tunes from past and present. Listen to episodes about Siamese Dream, Doolittle by Pixies, the single soundtrack, and more. Find Waterproof Records anywhere podcasts are found.